reality is traditionally that payment facilitator model and the benefits of that payment facilitator model have really been reserved for the, the largest companies that could afford to spend years and millions of dollars building out all the infrastructure and the teams and the security to be able to, to take advantage of that model. Support provided by the Vital Credit Card. Make a statement in your wallet with a sleek metal credit card that pays you cash back when you share and spend responsibly while helping you improve your credit health. Request your invite at vital.fintechconfidential.com. Welcome to Fintech Confidential, bringing you the people, tech, and companies that change how you pay and get paid. Caleb, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on today. Payment facilitation is like one of my favorite topics. I've helped lead a number of companies to become ISOs and Payfacts over the years. Tilde has a unique approach to helping software companies optimize their integrated payment processing solution and generate some additional revenue. Before we dive into Tilde and how it's changing the integrated payments with your Payfact as a service program, why don't you tell me how did you fall into your fintech journey that has spanned well over a decade? Sure. So I, I started in college at 19 years old, going door to door to sell payment processing to small business owners. And after scaling up uh, that business, I started getting brought in on these consulting opportunities for software companies. And it was really through that consulting work over a few years where I started to realize how broken that the integrated payment landscape really was and really saw that opportunity for what became Tilled and our, our Payfac as a service model. So how did you end up selling merchant services to even begin with? What, like that doesn't, that isn't like something that just kind of That's happens. not what everybody does at, no. at 19 years old. <laughs> no, I mean, I think you and I, I think I started it at uh, 22, 23. So yeah, I, I can, uh, I, I, I didn't fall much far behind you, but how did you end up getting pulled into uh, payments? So my, my partner in the business, his stepdad really had a, an entire career within the, the payment ecosystem. And I think it was between my, my sophomore and junior year uh, of college that we really started to learn more about the, the payment ecosystem and the potential opportunity within the, the ISO uh, landscape. The reality was when we started, it wasn't like we're, we were planning to go build this, this gigantic payment empire. Uh, it was really, you know, how can we, you know, as college students go out and, and earn a little bit of extra money on the side. And so we started going out and having conversations with small business owners in the Greenville, South Carolina uh, area. And I think, uh, at least for me, I, I was just surprised at how receptive these business owners were uh, to somebody coming in to speak with them. And I think it really spoke to uh, the problems that these small business owners were facing, working with the, the big banks and the big processors for, for their merchant services. And they were really eager to find, you know, a, a better solution. What do you feel is the biggest lesson you've learned so far about payments and fintech? Ooh, biggest lesson that, that I've learned uh, thus far, I think when you look at the, the mission behind uh, what we're doing at, at Tilt, I think a key part of that mission is the, this idea of changing the, the payments landscape for, for the better. And I think one of the, the things that I've consistently seen throughout my career is that a lot of the, the incumbents in the space seem to view the the industry as this zero sum game where for for them to win agent or the small business owner you know has to to lose and i i just don't really agree with that that premise uh or, or the ethos behind that and so it's been really important uh for me with the the business here at till to, to really approach the the business 
with that mindset of of transparency and and fairness and really looking to to change the landscape for for the better and and really use that as a lens to to view you know all of the key decisions that that we make within the business. There seems to be eating everything, including payments. How big of a market is there for embedded payments with payment facilitation? Market for software-led payments is is how I you know typically categorize it. it represents somewhere around a trillion dollars uh, of processing volume, which uh, sounds quite large and, and frankly is you know quite large, but it still represents a relatively small uh, percentage of the overall payments uh, landscape. Or I think today it's it's something like 17 percent you know of the overall. Uh, payments ecosystem. Whereas the the point that you made, I, I fully agree with this idea of software eating the world. And I, I feel like when you look at where where software led payments will be five, seven, ten years from now, I really believe it's only a matter of time before this software led payments movement really represents the majority of the processing volume within the the payments landscape. Which, if you look at where it's starting today, obviously represents a tremendous you know growth opportunity for for those that are getting involved uh, today. There being such a big opportunity in the software-led payments, as you called it, and looking at the current state of the payments ecosystem, it's severely disjointed, disconnected, fragmented from how people want to pay and get paid. What is being done by Tilt to enable better experiences for the players in the market? I look at where embedded payments uh, started uh, a lot of software companies. You know, in the olden days, were were partnering with the legacy processors, and they were really suffering through pretty painful uh, technical integrations, lack of features, lack of support, uh, and they had to go through all of this manual PDF, you know, merchant onboarding, uh, you know, solutions. And about ten years ago, you started to see this evolution of the the stripes and the and the squares and the brain trees of the world really coming into the market with this payment facilitator model and really revolutionizing the the SMB, you know, merchant uh, processing uh, landscape. And the reality is traditionally that payment facilitator model and the benefits of that payment facilitator model have really been reserved for the, the largest companies that could afford to spend, you know, years and millions of dollars building out all the infrastructure and the teams and the security to be able to, to take advantage of that model. And the general idea behind Payfac as a service is making the benefits of that Payfac model accessible to every software company out there from startups all the way to we have a publicly traded company, you know, operating on our platform without these companies having to go through the regulatory and the compliance process for they themselves to go become a Payfac. And so in my mind, there's this technology component, there's a, a, a managed services component, and then there's a regulatory component and that combination of the three of those pieces is really the secret sauce that makes Tilled and our Payfac as a service approach so special. With there being so many different ways, you just you mentioned a handful there, right? There's so many different ways for software companies to monetize their payments. Can you tell us about a little bit more detail about how the different models that there are out there in the market and how they really stack up when you start looking at the bank account? Sure. So, you know, I think about the different options available for software companies that are looking to embed payments within their platform. I think today, a lot of companies start with managed Payfax solutions like Stripe, but they typically don't offer much in the way of an actual monetization opportunity for, for these software platforms. And so it's a fantastic solution 
for an early stage startup that you know the the technical co-founders just want to get payments embedded over the weekend typically is not the, the right solution for these businesses as they scale. And so when you look at the the mid-market, historically that mid-market for for embedded uh, payments has been dominated by the the legacy uh, providers, you know, the the publicly traded uh, you know, ISOs and and acquirers. And the reality is the 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 technology that those guys have available, the merchant experience uh, that they provide really leaves a, a lot to, to be desired. And kind of other end of the spectrum being these pay fac in a box uh, solutions like a Finex or an Infinicep, where they're really helping companies go become fully registered pay facts themselves and giving them the tools that they need to, to operate uh, you know, as a fully registered pay fac. For me, the decision point often comes down to the size and scale that companies are operating at, which of those buckets really ends up being you know, the right decision for, for their business. Stripe is a great fit for certain companies. Infinicept is a great fit, uh, you know, for, for certain companies. Uh, where I really see the opportunity for Tilt is this mid-market for, for vertical software businesses. And I typically define that mid-market as companies between 50 million and 2 billion of annual processing volume, where there's enough volume that it really makes sense to look at monetizing the payments going through your platform, but you're nowhere near the size and scale that it really even makes sense to, to entertain going and becoming a, a fully registered payback. And there is a scale where it makes sense to, to consider, you know, becoming a, a payback, but the reality is it's, it's pretty large. The most common cause of bad customer experience isn't that high tech. It's embarrassingly simple. Yep, it's answering questions. In e-commerce, it's really easy to get bogged down with common questions, whether that's, where's my package? How do I return or exchange this item or just to cancel a subscription? SolvePath is an AI-driven customer support system that enhances the customer experience with visual formats and self-serve technology to empower your customers to handle their own support requests. Get the best customer support system for your business. Get SolvePath. Get started by visiting GetSolvePath.com. You just laid out a nice map of, of kind of a journey that's happened with, with payment facilitation. I still remember way back when it was not allowed, and I'm using air quotes, <laughs> yeah. um, by the card brands. It was really frowned upon because it was looked at as, as payment aggregation. Mm -hmm. And now they put some tools in place in it in order to manage it a little bit better. When you're looking at all these different things, and especially when you were bringing up Tilled, there are a lot of moving parts and there's a lot of things that could go wrong and it jeopardizes the profitability of integrated payments. If you were to call out like the top three mistakes that software companies make when they go into monetizing payments, what would they be? For one, uh, companies underestimate uh, the importance of the the partnership with the the company that that they're choosing or a lot of vertical software companies, they believe that they're going to do, you know, a lot more on their own that consequently don't spend enough time really getting to know, you know, the potential partners that that they're going to work with. Unfortunately, uh, which leads to mistake number two, really getting too hung up on on pricing. We have companies all the time that'll come to us and say, oh, well, WorldPay has offered us, you know, two cents and two basis points need to match it. Uh, and it's like, we don't need to match the pricing that WorldPay is offering. We're offering substantially better technology, a substantially better experience, and we're actually going to help you you know, scale your your business much better. And I think these software companies that that get too hung up 
on that schedule A and the and the pricing structure lose sight of the the bigger picture and and really uh, end up not achieving the the type of success you know that they want because they end up not bringing the right product to market with the right partner, which leads me to to point three, um, really underestimating uh, the the difficulty in actually going to market <laughs> with an integrated payment uh, you know solution. Companies put a lot of emphasis on the the technology and the and the pricing. And really, the the go to market strategy is an afterthought for these software businesses. And for me, even before Tilled in my consulting days, a lot of what I ended up doing after helping them negotiate the contracts and get the technology integrated was actually staying to help them think through what's the pricing strategy. How do we advertise this to the customers? Oh wait, we need to analyze statements. How do we how do we do that? And so there's all of these nuances of how you actually sell payments to your small business customers and create the right program you know, to attract them for, for a lot of software companies becomes this afterthought and really um, ends up being a drag on the overall performance of that integrated payment solution. When you're looking to bring somebody on board uh, with Tilled and you're building out that program, kind of walk me through the identification of, of where they're at. Um, in their overarching journey. I'm assuming you probably have a handful of folks that are that have done a ton of research but haven't implemented anything. Mm -hmm. You have some people who have done literally nothing other than said, hey, we integrated to Stripe, what's our next step? And then you've got folks who are have been working with the legacy players forever and are trying to simplify their overall process. Pick one, I guess, and uh, kind of walk us through like how you approach that with them. Sure. So I'd say a, a use case that, that we get quite often are actually quite large uh, businesses that may have had a, an, an integrated payment previously, but it was powered by authorized.net and they were just allowing all of their customers to bring their own processor, you know, to, to the table. And so we've actually got a couple of customers that have billion plus dollars in volume flowing through their platform, but historically they were making zero dollars mm. in revenue on on those payments. And so they'd gone through the technical integration <laughs> to get authorized.net <laughs> set up. They had really struggled on the on the pricing aspect because they weren't generating, you know, any revenue. And then they weren't really involved in the sales or the go-to-market aspect of selling that solution. And it starts out with, you know, helping them understand technically, you know, how does our integration differ from from authorized.net and getting them integrated onto to the platform. But really the key in my mind to the success of that program comes down to those next two components. How do we think through the pricing strategy and how do we think through that, that go to market? And so, you know, with one of our, our customers in particular, we we work with them to, to actually think through a repricing of their core where historically oh, cool. I think they were charging like $59.99 a month for their their checkout. Uh, software. And now if you choose the integrated payment solution, they're going to market at $19.99 a month for the software fee if you bundle in the payments. And all of a sudden, that change in the strategy has driven you know pretty exciting adoption of the, the payment product. And then we're helping them with sales and marketing uh, support. And so from a marketing perspective, working with them to design in-app messaging campaigns, email campaigns, landing pages to actually help drive the conversion of the underlying merchant portfolio because they have a very sizable existing customer base that's already using their software, that's already processing payments, you know, through their platform today through authorized.net. And so those are captive accounts. We should be able to transition, you know, over to Tilled, but that marketing campaign uh, is something that's an incredibly important part. And then if they need assistance with statement analysis or speaking, 
you know, with some of the underlying merchants to help convert those over, you know, we're happy to do that. And those additional support services, I think, are a major differentiator uh, for Tilled and something that we're really proud to, to offer to our partners. So you brought up something that I, I find interesting is that you're, you're t- some of these customers you have are coming from an environment where maybe they had partnered with a merchant level sales partner or another ISO that they would refer the business over to. Yep. How are you handling that nice fine line of, of that referral model to, to the direct model? Are you offering this also out to the ISOs and the merchant level salespeople as well as, a, as an offering as well? Uh, in terms of the, the ISO offering, today we work with ISOs, agents, payments consultants in the capacity that they refer software companies to till. Uh, we don't yet offer ISOs and agents the ability to board direct merchants uh, you know, through to, to till that that's something that's that's coming soon. And maybe we can talk about on a, on another episode at a later date. Um, but in terms of the the first part of your your question, uh, for us, it's really trying to meet the customer where they are in their journey and understand what their goals are and where they, they want to operate. And so I think we we really approach every relationship with a, a consultative approach to understand what are you doing today? How is it going? <laughs> and where do you really want to be? And for a lot of these companies, they really want to maintain that relationship with their customer. They want to do the sales. They want to handle the tier one support. So if their customers have an issue, they're calling them. But if you're partnering with, uh, you know, a, a traditional, you know, ISO or, or sales, you know, organization to to offer solution, you really lose a lot of that control and you lose that relationship, you know, with your your customer. And so there's a huge educational component to what we do to help them understand what the options are. And then allow them to choose your own adventure and, and help them understand, like, here's the different options that are available. And, and frankly, different options make sense for, for different organizations. And so we have the flexibility. If you want us to be tier one support, we can do that. If you want us to operate as tier two support and support your team, and we can do that. If you want us to train your team how to sell, we can do that. If you want us to sell it for you, you know, we can help do that as well. And so it's really having that, that variety of options the consultative approach and really trying to, to meet them where they are and help them achieve their goals uh, and, and just being flexible in the process that, that I think, you know, has led us to, to where we are today. When you look at the diverse group of clients that you have and how they're approaching their payments and fintech problems, what opportunities do you see ahead in like the next three to five years? So when I think about the opportunity within the, the vertical software landscape, I feel like embedded payments is the, the, the beachhead and, and typically the first opportunity for embedded fintech that a lot of vertical software companies look at, but it's not the only opportunity for these vertical software companies to, you know, one, further monetize their, their customer base. But I think for a lot of them, as they look at adding on additional uh, product offerings, it's about providing a better experience and a better holistic offering to, to their customers and creating a, a stickier offering. And for me, when I when I look at the potential you know options available, integrated lending in particular is one that that gets me excited. Where we're starting to to look at what we could do to offer a turnkey embedded lending solution to the software platforms that partner with Till, where if they want to offer their merchants access to to capital, which let's be honest, in the current macro economic environment, a lot of people are looking at ways to, to get access to affordable uh, capital solutions. And I feel like we're in a great position to offer that infrastructure 
but vertical software companies with the relationship that they have with their customers are in a fantastic position to be able to offer that type uh, of additional uh, value add product to their customers. And there's other opportunities depending on the the vertical within um, you know insurance and, and different types of additional tech add-ons. But that's that's where my my mind goes is the other opportunities for embedded uh, fintech solutions. Uh, and if we can help you know, bring those to, to market faster and, and easier for our customers. You know, that's that's where we'd love to be. So what would you want to share with the audience that could change their business and their personal perspective on monetizing payments for their software? What would that be? So I think that the one thing that I would want to uh, hit home is really the the order of magnitude of the the opportunity for for these software companies and some public examples companies like uh, Shopify companies like Toast uh, for for these organizations uh, they make between two and four times as much money on integrated payments as they do on their core software offering and so you're a, a vertical software company out there today that has not even looked at the opportunity. To, to monetize your your payments, you may be very surprised <laughs> with how much money you're you're actually leaving on the table, and especially given how easy it can be to implement a solution like Till. You know, in under 30 days, you could be up and running, monetizing those payments, and potentially double, triple, or quadruple your margins on on your business. Which I, I have to imagine for founders out there, the idea of at least doubling your margins has to be at least somewhat uh, appealing to to any founder out there. So if you were to start Tilled from scratch all over again, not regret, but what would you have done differently? What would I have done? Not from the perspective of regret, but more of like, hey, we, I, I could have done this differently or I could have, or we would have been able to capitalize on this a little bit better. Yeah, it's a it's a fascinating question. Kind of thinking back through the the journey of almost four years at this point, one of the the decisions that that I made early on was to, to really hold off on on raising outside capital for as long as I could. Uh, looking back, um, I, I don't know that I regret that decision because it still led me to to where we are uh, today. But I think if I were doing it over again, there's a there's a pretty high probability that I would have looked uh, at raising a bit more outside capital. Uh, earlier on in the in the business to really accelerate our ability to to bring you know the solution to market, whereas you know we we didn't raise outside funding for almost two years uh, into the business. The lean mean uh, operating machine in the in the early uh, days, which um, you know again no no real regrets, but that that's probably the one thing that that I might change if I if I did it all over again. So we've talked about a whole bunch of things today, and I probably missed a handful of things. So. What parting message do you want to give us? I would love for for listeners just to, to understand the the excitement and how large the the opportunity is for for embedded payments and, and integrated payments within the the landscape, especially for for those uh, that are already you know operating within the the payment landscape, maybe out there selling you know to to traditional. Uh, so I think for a lot of ISOs and agents, they're not yet aware of how exciting and how high growth this opportunity is, you know, within the, the ISV and the vertical software landscape. And so we're curious to learn more, you know, about the the opportunity or how to go about selling to, to ISVs and vertical software companies. Our team would love, you know, to, to speak with you, um, you know, about that, about that opportunity. So what is the best way for them to connect with you 
and the Tilt team to learn more. So if you want to connect with me, I'm very active on LinkedIn. So following me, Caleb Avery, uh, on LinkedIn is a, is a fantastic way to stay up to date on Tilt, my life, my kid's life, uh, and just follow what's going on in, in my world. If you want to learn more about Tilt, LinkedIn is a, is a great place uh, to, to follow Tilt as well. Our website, fantastic resource with tons of downloadable content, blogs, and educational uh, resources. If you're already ready to sign up and you want to get in touch uh, with the team, you can email us at partners at tilde.com. I'm going to go ahead and make sure all of that is in the show notes. It's also in all the descriptions, everything. That way they can directly reach out to you and the team. I want to say, man, thank you so much. I've learned a lot from today's discussion and really appreciate the perspective you bring to the table. Thanks so much for having me on today, Ted. I really appreciate it. <laughs>